This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, as we get into it, uh, let's continue to talk about power in a different vein, though. Uh, The power that Doug Ford wields, now whether or not it was inappropriate, this is the perception that's being played out, and uh, it may have cost Ron Tavner, his longtime friend, the superintendent up there uh, with three divisions under his command in northwest Toronto, from becoming the commissioner of the OPP. He's uh, withdrawn or rescinded, I guess, his... um, resignation from the Toronto Police Service. He's back on that beat until, I guess, this whole thing gets sorted out. Now, my question around the horn is, uh, should it even get to being sorted out, or should he fall on his sword in the interest of perhaps removing any taint or stain or a perception that this is an inside job uh, going forward? The implications of that will obviously uh, not play uh, well for Doug Ford. So, Anthony, what do you think Tavner uh, ought to do, or do you think the uh, Conservatives ought to stay the course and fight this one on principle as it goes through the court or however? Well, well look, as my colleague Joe Warmington puts it in today's paper, and Joe's got top-notch sources on this, Tavener wants to wait for integrity commissioner responses on this, so he knows that things are completely uh, above board, and they've been determined to be so by the commissioner. I think that makes total sense. Look, John, this is about power, and this is about politics. For, for a police job, heaven forbid, really? Should it be so? Yes, it is. And right now, there's a sort of limited feeder system of people who can get into this position. And in, in U.S. positions, like, say, CIA director George H.W. Bush just passed, there's a wide variety of people you can put into these posts. Here, it's a pretty narrow pool. Taverner steps out of that pool just a little bit, even though, heaven forbid, he's had these really nitty-gritty precincts for, what is it, 50 years and so forth. He's obviously fine for the position. And if you're going to be a business-leading family like the Fords and you're in the same part of the city, you're going to know this guy and you're going to cross his path for years. I see no problem with this at all, but if an extra step should be taken to have everybody calm down and know it's not just, you know, NDP uh, opposition point hysterics, but let people know it's above board, then you do it. And it's that simple. All right, so stay the course. John Carmichael? I agree with uh, with um, him stepping back, uh, staying the course in, in, uh, in both Toronto for now, and uh, if he decides at the end of the Integrity Commissioner review that uh, this is too toxic and not something that is going to be a good way to finish his career, it's a great opportunity for him. But, you know, it may not be worth the price to he and his family, and I... He is well-respected. Everything I've read about the man is this guy has tremendous respect amongst his peers and amongst those who know him. And I I, I just feel that uh, the political side of this thing, I think there are two avenues. One, was it mishandled in the premier's office? And, and maybe we'll find out. Uh, you'd, you'd suspect it, given the position it's in today, that it's probably been fumbled. But uh, the other side is, what's the politics in the OPP? Do they, do they see a guy coming out of Toronto as as a threat to what goes on in that world, and I, that worries me. I, right. So I think, yes, yeah, step back, take time, let's see what comes of this. Well, it's interesting you say that, and you're nodding your head, Anthony, because I don't know. What are the uh, inner workings? What do you hear? What are you uh, intimating here that maybe he would be a disruptor coming in for better, for worse? Uh, well, why do we have a former OPP commissioner speaking out against this and the current interim commissioner filing a complaint against the guy who's going to come in to take the, the post that he's filling in for? This should not be done. You should not be doing these sorts of things. When Taverner, uh, to John Carmichael's point, it's not like he's some sort of rogue, you know, disgraced officer or whatnot. I mean, why are they they coming in like this way? So you've got to wonder, uh, they perhaps don't want disruption going on. Or well, it could be that they just don't think that the, the process for the hiring was clean. Well, and that's what we're going to wait that's to exactly see, That's exactly the point in this yeah. whole discussion, yeah. and and we don't know the answer to that. And no. frankly, I don't blame Mr. Tavener for it. 
That's, I mean, he's, he's the employee in this situation who got interviewed. The questions are all about Mr. Ford's behavior uh, in selecting someone. We all know that he was a friend, a longtime friend. Nothing per se wrong with that. The question really is uh, about the hiring process itself, and a whole bunch of flags went up, including, of course, the fact that uh, ultimately well, there was the, you know, the, 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 the three-person three, uh, panel who uh, recommended, uh, two of whom, one of whom reports directly to Mr. Ford, uh, another one of whom used to work with Mr. Tavener in Toronto Police Services. Tomaso. Yes, and is now the Deputy Minister of, of Community Safety, and the third, who we don't know, worked for the headhunting agency. Those are flags. And then, of course, the biggest flag, and the one that I just cannot get over, is Mr. Ford himself stayed in the cabinet meeting, presided over the cabinet meeting as the order in council was presented and signed. He should have recused himself. So there's enough flags here. I'm not saying that Mr. Tavner is a bad guy or anything like that by any means. It's just you can't have a bad process. There are enough flags here. Have the investigation. If everything's clean, then you know what? Everybody moves on. Oh, and, okay. And if, if, well, it's, if it's not, if it's like, you know what, some things happen here don't look right, th- then we're in a different situation. I don't know why. That is my question, though. Yeah. If everything is seen by the integrity commissioner to be clean, uh, are you confident people will want to move on? Your own party might not let it go. Uh, well, I think you have to, if there's a report and you, and, and you have faith in the in, integrity of the, of the integrity commissioner, uh, which I think most parliamentarians, people in the legislature do, then you, you get the report. If it's a full report, you say, okay, uh, it's either A or B. Uh, and and uh, you have to live by that. Oh, well, all right. Uh, you don't sense this would fester going forward, even though he would be cleared by the Integrity Commissioner, Anthony? You know, it's it's four years of Doug Ford. I think there are people who are going to have as many sort of festering balls as they can to lead them through the four <laughs> years. So you better believe people are not going to uh, drop this to, to some degree. But I, I think, you know, t- Tom's right. Just wait and see. I mean... <laughs> Enough flags have gone up. It deserves an, a, a look. And let's take the look, and then we'll talk in a week or two, I guess, or, or however long it takes, and we'll and Taverner we'll beat it around deserves there. the respect of uh, a proper uh, a proper report from the Integrity Commission. Right. True enough, because, you know, the, now his name is being brought in. And Absolutely. I know nothing yeah. about the man, So, I, but from, from what I understand, there's nothing negative to be said about him himself. All right. The, the well, issue is about the process and whether it was done correctly or whether this was done to high. Or have it has to do with Doug Ford. I mean, yeah. this is the point. Uh, yeah. Even within your own party, uh, NDP MP for uh, James Bay Timmons, uh, Charlie Angus, uh, referred to Doug Ford as white trash. I mean, this was a tweet that he sent out. Don't know if you had the, got the word, but uh, it looks to me like, again, uh, this may redound against him, actually, against Charlie Angus for a variety of reasons, not least of which is uh, it's an epithet that uh, seems to be very discriminatory in a way against, A, white folks, or B, he started to segregate trash, uh, implying that other people who aren't white uh, equally would share that kind of nomenclature. Let me ask you if this is something that, uh, again, is it... It's, it's going to play into Ford's hands because this is smacking of the establishment and sneering elitism. Am I right or wrong, Anthony? And the problem with this story, I think the unfortunate part is Charlie Angus is one of the good guys. He's not one of the champagne socialists, and he's usually the first to, to stand up for uh, you know people who, who can be a bit rough at heel and so rough and tumble. So it's disappointing to see uh, Charlie Angus take this tone. And if I don't think he's commented on it yet, if he says I screwed up and I apologize, I'm, I'm going to take that and say I get that because Charlie's not a repeat offender here. The other thing that might happen, though, you have a lot of people embrace the fact that they're deplorables and in Alberta that they're sewer rats and all these sort of 
phrases and people might go yeah all right white trash rally let's let, let, <laughs> let's do it you know we're 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 proud of this screw you charlie and you're going to call us these things and we we don't care we're not going to take offense to it we're just going to we're going to laugh at you they have embraced that mantle there. Uh, you mentioned the deplorables. Stateside, for example, you know. The it was Trump, a huge factor. Yeah, they, they, they wear it yeah. as a badge of honor. It was. And uh, people people uh, showed up saying, we are the deplorables. But I, I like you, I, I, I was across the aisle from Charlie for a number of years. And uh, I, I like Charlie Angus, but this, yeah. is, uh, this is across the line. And I think he, I hope he does apologize because it uh, clearly there's a filter missing on this one. Well, that's interesting. A guy like that should know better, uh, but again, he does know better. Well, yeah, yeah. the filter missing. It's <laughs> it's the Twitterverse. Not everybody's perfect. Well, okay. that's for sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll except we'll, for us, I guess. Yeah, except for us. Tom, does that mean you'll have my back in my moment of uh, uh, absolutely? Of okay. Good. I, I I gotta agree with you. No, it's not a term I would use. All right. Well. I think, um, and so, you know, and I, I really, uh, I, I, I frankly think that Charlie Angus is one of the, in my opinion, one of the best, uh, he's an excellent parliamentarian. He works really hard. Mm. He's an advocate for all, uh, you know, all kinds of people who are excluded, marginalized, trying to get them, help them get ahead in life. Um, so to me, it's a mistake and it's unfortunate. But I think, uh, you know, the, the issue, the broader communications issue, I think for uh, people is that these kind of um, epitaphs don't work. The, the bigger story about Mr. Ford has to be not Mr. Ford. It has to be about, <laughs> do you like this direction or not? And if it's just about Mr. Ford, then it should Mr. Ford disappear? Or if there's something, if there's not a better direction on offer at the end of this four years. Well, they're both inextricably linked. So uh, basically by well, diminishing Ford, you're trying to say his agenda or what he's trying to accomplish is also not worthy. Yeah, that's true. But it's a cheap and easy way to do it. I well, guess is what I'm getting took at. the cheap and easy I, and route. I, that's why I say okay. I don't like it. But I, let me just throw one interesting piece of this. There was a um, Frank Graves company, Ecos, the pollster, uh, you know, did a put out a poll 10 days ago or whatever. And 29% of the liberals, liberal people saying I'm going to vote liberal provincially if there's election held today, said that they favored this government's direction. So if you think about that um, down the line, uh, if I was a conservative, I'd be looking at those people. Those would be a group of people who say, I like the direction, I don't like the person. Well, so you got, if for the progressive left, they got to go after the entire direction, uh, not just the person. But All this right. isn't going to do that. No, I agree. This All is right. not gonna... I agree. Well, there is another, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Another example of perhaps where uh, the direction is also being impugned. We'll come back and we'll discuss that. And uh, bad legal advice, what's the cost of all of that? Uh, there is a figure affixed to it. More with our panel, Anthony Fury, Tom Park, and John Carmichael in a moment on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.